Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com slash covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. Warbyparker.com slash covered. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's dumbest podcast network. Welcome to We Have No Strong Feelings About Harry Potter. I'm Demi. I'm Tom. And we're currently re- reviewing. Is that what we do? I wouldn't say it's reviewing we're, because I guess it is. But we're, if we're that's re- so, then it, the whole thing would be like, I know two stars for this one as well. I still don't care. Yeah. Uh, we are recapping uh, Chamber of Secrets, 56 minutes and 24 seconds to one hour and six minutes and 29 seconds. That's right. We're past the one hour mark, which is, of course, <laughs> where the uh, numbering can see. <laughs> One hour. One hour. 60 minutes. We're going Broadway, gang. That is, of course, where the uh, numbering system of the podcast Sorry, there was another Vuvuzela just after that, babe. Sorry. My bad. It was just one more. It was an air, there was another air horn. It's important to start the podcast uh, as obnoxiously as possible. <laughs> Ideally, the listenership numbers should be a uh, indicative of someone going on a um, a big ski jump, big but ski jump. missing the jump at the bottom and just careening on down. So no pickup towards the end. They somehow got three broken legs. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I freaking know how. I freaking know how. I freaking know how. I freaking know how. Fucking guy came. Guy turned up to the slopes hung. You fucking grow a grow a fucking leg on that jump. You yeah. butt up so bad, dude. That fucking thing. In ski pants, it looks like he put a. It looks like it looks like you put a puppy in a sleeping bag. It's trying to get out of there with that speed. I don't know how that fucking thing is because like ski pants should hide it a bit more, but it fucking doesn't. No a big old fucking thing. Oh there. my god! Yeah, when he gets up speed real fast, looks like he's got a tail that's getting like blown back a, through his legs. Looks like he's got a fucking tail. Looks like his dick is Naruto running. He's got two arms coming off of him. <laughs> what the fuck? Goddamn. <laughs> What the fuck, goddamn, dude? What the fuck, goddamn? What the fuck, goddamn? What the fuck, goddamn? This guy looking like a packin. Okay, so- wait. <laughs> I see you got three uh, three poles. Wait, that's not a pole that's between his. Le- oh, oh, what the fuck, oh, goddamn? Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness. I'm gonna need some slow motion on that, and I'm also gonna need that forwarded to me 
at my residence. Hey, I'm going to need some slow motion on that, and I'm going to need some fast lotion on that. Yeah. I'm going to fit it in. I'm going to need that to start off slow motion and then go into mid motion, and then maybe if I'm very good, fast motion. I don't think so. No. I don't think that's ever going to happen. If I ever go fast motion with that thing, it's going to carve me out. It's going to carve you out, baby. It's going to come out your eye. Uh, oh man, did I ever tell you? Oh this God. is this is some of the worst shit. Um, in my like, so I, I, I said, I, you, can you, can you understand how horrified I am that you're bringing a story up after I said <laughs> the thing's gonna come out of your eye? Yeah, and I know, but okay. uh, let me reassure you that this is uh, anyway just um, as bad as I think it's gonna be. Yeah, genuinely it is. But this is um. You know how I like look up a lot of sex doll stuff because I find the the men who own them in the community that is around them very funny. Yeah, you find it funny and that's why you look it up, yeah. Okay, good. And that's still holding as a reason. Mm-hmm. So, uh one of the things that you find if you um spend a bit of time looking at this stuff is that one of the things people like to do with sex dolls is pay male porn stars to fuck them. And then the male porn star will just kind of have, you know, go crazy on this doll. Um, but the thing about dolls is that they're not made for oral sex really to start off with, and they're definitely not made for oral sex with a uh, gigantic dong. <laughs> so basically when this, when a guy with an actual huge porn dick starts trying to uh, face fuck this doll, its eyes just start bulging all no over the way. Because <laughs> there's, there's no real estate in the head. So it so starts the going. Eyes the eyes start like <laughs> popping up out of the head. Jesus Christ! It like starts looking like a chihuahua. Physics. Yeah. Jesus Christ! You suddenly you're fucking Ren and no Stimpy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you understand Christ. why I had to tell you that. Oh well, yeah, I did, I did need to hear that, and I thank you for it. And so I, and, and I applaud you, and you're so brave. Thank you so much. And anyway, we're watching this children's movie. Anyway, we enter Madame Pumphrey's. I can't think of the word. Infirmary. Infirmary. Not Mr. The ho- Malfoy, no. stop making such a fuss. Is it an infirmary or is it like a hos- hospital wing? Uh, she doesn't have a hospital, so that would prevent her from being no, a hospital but, wing. No, 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 but the hospital wing of the castle. The wing is the hospital part of the castle. I think it's still an infirmary because a hospital to me would need uh, much more developed staff. I feel like they don't call it the infirmary, though. I th- I feel like they, they either always say take take them to Madame Pumphrey or take them to the the. the the hospital wing. Mm, I have just Googled Hogwarts Infirmary, and wouldn't you know it, Demi, the hospital wing is a part of Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. I think you Wow. I think you So um, we open on the hospital wing. Uh-huh. Um, Draco is moaning. Madame Pumphrey sort of um, brusquely walks in and says, oh, d- d- uh, stop making such a fuss, Mr. Malfoy. You can he go. He hasn't been doing much. But, well, because his one injury was that he got fucked up by, uh, I don't know, hitting a beam or something. Yeah, well, he, he had like, a Quidditch-related injury. He landed he on his hurt. butthole. He yeah. landed on his rear rump. Yeah, and now he's making a big deal of it. And he's- again, Demi, if we're going to just vape while we record, maybe wait until all the vape is out of your mouth before you start talking. Because hmm. you can tell when you're talking like through the, he's talking. <laughs> <laughs> I sucked off a cloud. Yeah, exactly. Um, cloud. Cloud. Not clown. No, you'd never do that. Never do that. Disgusting. So we open. Malfoy is uh, moaning and groaning. Madame Pumphrey tells him basically get a fuck out of here. She sort of. She's she's sort of um, moaning a bit herself yeah. about how 
uh, Harry should have come straight to her, which I suppose he probably would have if Lockhart hadn't turned his arm to Jelly. Yes. She's saying that uh, Bones, uh, she can fix Bones in, in with the flick of a wrist, but uh, regrowing them is, she's she really doesn't butter it up. She's like, it's going to be painful. Yeah. You're in for a rough night, Potter. Cut to Harry experiencing absolutely no pain sound asleep in bed. Yeah, which is fun. And I understand that. I'm glad that they didn't show the boy in pain. Yeah. But also it would have been. Right, really quickly, you skipped ahead a little bit, and I just wanted to say he sips the Skelly Grow yes. as a bottle. Um, Which is in like a – I would describe this as uh, the $35 bottle of tequila that you buy when you're yes, 18. It's like yes, a yes, novelty yes. skeleton bottle. Yeah. Uh, and it's called, of course, Skelly Grow with a hyphen Skelly in grow. there, so you understand. I don't know. Is it a pun? Because skelly ton is a thing. Skelly grow Maybe is Maybe it's not... like anti-comedy. Yeah. You know? I like it actually now and I'm smarter uh, yeah, for liking it. I think it's it. funny too. So um, I wanted to say that when he sips it, obviously it tastes like shit and he like spits it out. Yeah. And uh, Madam Pumphrey says, um, well, what do you expect? Pumpkin juice? Mm. And I was just thinking, pumpkin juice sounds like, tastes like shit. So I don't know why that is your, like, that is just one of the things they're like, ooh, we're wizards and we drink the juice from a pumpkin, which is like not, it's not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, everyone sit down for a lovely dinner of fried bat. Like, all of their dinners (laughs) are spooky. Uh, The thing that I think here, these wizards are British. Uh By being magical and British, They've ascended to a level of ultra-British. Yes, So even though they are capable of having... In the same way that Britain, uh, with its awful empire, had access to all the spices of the world and still ended up with the worst possible food... Yeah. um, And also they're, like, constantly pranking themselves with their sweets as well. Like, they've got Birdie Bots Every Flavor Beans and they're like, oh, is is this going to be lime or frog cum? Scandal like, at the Birdie Bots Every Favour Beans factory as it's been found out that 10% of all the beans were Bertie Bots flavoured. <laughs> the CEO has been accused of slipping his own flavour into the beans. <laughs> He's a frog. Yeah. So basically Harry is sleeping. Yeah. He's having kind of a nightmare, I guess. He's hearing the uh, the voice that uh, that has been permeating his brain from around the castle. It's saying, kill, kill. Which, again, it's, like, not a great argument from from the voice in the castle. I just don't think it's not actually convincing or anything. It's not, like, it's not, like, charming. It's not, like, it's not, like, it's not, like, Trump. It's not, like, saying, no. hey, I've got silly hair, touch touch it. Yeah. Um, I think it is funny, though, because at this point you're still, like, is this a voice trying to influence Harry? And what we yes. eventually find out <clears throat> is that just this is the inner monologue of a big snake. Spoilers for... The movie. But I think it is very funny to picture this big snake just going around Hogwarts being like, okay, now remember, kill. Kill, and kill. kill. And maim and torture and stare. And hurt and kill. Okay. Yeah, cha- blood. And using its blood. tail to pull out its little bullet journal and just seeing <laughs> that there's kill in there still and be like, oh, man, I thought I was getting more done. I just thought I would remember. So I didn't, like, I wasn't looking at it, but I, I guess. guess. And when's this from? This is from, oh, fuck. This is from last Wednesday. I haven't been using this thing. And that's yeah. why I haven't been killing recently. Yeah. And are you imagining as well that the, the snake sort of has like a fold in its body? So it's got its head. It's like this. And then it comes out here and it's got like a fold in its body that's holding one corner of the journal in yeah. and the very tip of its tail is holding the pen and kind of tapping along the things it was supposed to do. Yeah. And it's like, oh, good, okay, that's what I was imagining. Okay, yeah. okay, well, I guess all these <clears throat> carry over to the next day. Yeah. A little oh, triangle kill, in there. Kill, kill, kill. Okay. 
Anyway, if I was in the walls, what I would be thinking, <laughs> what I would be thinking is um, crawl, 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 and maybe crawl. if it was thinking that, it'd get around the fucking. Uh, you know, it, it's focusing on the long term <clears throat> too much. Yeah. Rather than focusing on its current problems, which is like get out of the walls. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Crawl, crawl, wall, wall, and what then was, from that. Yeah. What if, just, what if it's in a monologue was just, <clears throat> I'm a big snake from the Chamber of Secrets. I'm a big snake and I love to bite. Yeah. And I do all of my crawling at night. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the snake thinks. I look real scary and I look real bad. One is a noun and one is a verb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love the non-rhyme as a yeah. song tool. Um so basically we're uh Harry's having a dream. He sort of wakes up and then all we get is a big Dobby face saying, Hello! I you loved chuckled. This. You chuckled a lot, yeah. I found this really great. It's very funny because it's a non-joke, but it is so funny. The the framing of Dobby as he says hello is just perfect. He's got the biggest eyes of all time, hello. but he's Hello! <laughs> just right, right up in his face. Yeah. So it's a, I don't know, just just hello as at the end. It's so loud and he's talking to someone who just woke up from a nightmare very obviously as yeah, well. Yeah, someone who also just woke up from the audience's <clears throat> perspective of just get, being told to kill, kill. Yeah. So um, what oh, Dobby's here. One, Our old friend Dobby who we forgot about because <laughs> it's been about 40 minutes or, you know, 45 about minutes. About 40 minutes, I suppose, yeah. Person. Maybe a little bit more. Not mm. sure. But um, so Dobby, one thing that I always mean to bring up that I never bring up is Dobby has this wonderful little Guy Fieri on his chin. You know what? It's been, and I'm so sorry, Demi, but it's been almost, uh, yeah, at this stage it has been About 50 minutes? almost 50 minutes. Yeah. I just checked our previous episode yeah. notes. So, yeah, because Dobby shows up like almost right at the very beginning of this yeah. film. Uh, film, not movie. I'm sorry. What were you saying about uh, his chin? That Dobby has a little fi- Guy Fieri on his chin. Have you really? not seen the whisper? Yeah, look at a Dobby, but uh-huh. they might have taken it away. Is one thing in the later. Oh movies. boy, I need to turn my safe search on. <laughs> so look yeah. at uh, look at Dobby a Dobby Chamber of Secrets. Chamber of Secrets. Yeah, he's got a little Guy Fieri. Okay, and it's it's rubbish. It's rubbish to see. Oh, interesting. You, you seeing it? Yeah. I. It's it's bad. That is interesting. It's not good, is it? What take were they taking there? I don't know. I think just that he's yucky and, like, really, really old and, I don't know, because it's so wispy. Mm. Like, it's still basically like a – it's kind of a – because he doesn't really have a chin, it's like a flavor saver, but, it like, like a little – um, what are they called? Like hate a that um, term. What is what is this thing? I hate that term. What is so the much. Shannon Knoll thing called? It's soul a soul patch. patch. Yeah, so he's got a soul patch, but it's, but it is also hanging. So it's not yeah. like a goatee. It's just like a tiny spiky soul patch that is off of his chin, and it sucks. I'm looking at a thing right now, which is a comparison between Dobby in um, Chamber of Secrets and Dobby in uh, Harry Potter and the Deathly. Did Hallows. they make him a lot cuter? They really okay. So here's him in Chamber of Secrets Disgusting, from the start of the yes. film. Disgusting. Yeah. Very upset to look at. Very wrinkly. And then here's him in Deathly Hallows, and they've smoothed him the fuck out. It's like that they put a Snapchat so... baby filter on I him. I never, ever would have like. And I've seen these movies a ton of a heck of a lot. Yeah. And I never would have. They smoothed him out so much. They that made it... him hot. They did make him hot. I want to fuck this Dobby yeah. more than I wanted to fuck the first one, which was a lot too. Yeah. 
They've genuinely they've gone out of their way to smooth him out, and he now looks like a little boy. I really he doesn't don't look get old anymore. why did they give him such a glow up? It makes no sense. Yeah, they gave they gave him the old Tara Reid American Pie two treatment. I guess because they're like, oh no, now we love Dobby, and we th- and like before he was just kind of annoying, but now it's like. Eh. I think that maybe it was that uh, the CGI of the time could only generate an ugly thing. They hadn't progressed to hot technology yet, and then finally, when they uh, <laughs> when they unlocked the ability to render out something without fucking wrinkles, they're like, oh, "Finally, okay, we've got twenty something Dobby on lock." It's like the opposite though, because he looks like he's from Toy Story One. Mm. Like he doesn't look better in the later him? movies. Which I don't is get why they smoothed him. Mm. But I like now looking at it, I'm like, yeah, he was way smoother, but I don't like. Do you think it's because Dobby, when freed, was like, all right, well, now Dobby can use his magic for Dobby. First things first, big naturals. Tight pussy. And now let's make this thing squat. (laughs) And then after a while he was like, okay, now just for my natural look. Yeah. Flat chested and smooth skinned. You know what? I think it's the opposite. I think when he got freed, he knew that he didn't have to put on all of that terrible old age makeup. (laughs) So this is him just natural. Yeah, yeah, right. Honestly, he looks like he's not wearing makeup. So we find out that Harry Potter should have listened to Dobby. Dobby stopped the barrier from letting them through at the station, and he also tried to get a bludger to kill Harry. No, he didn't. Well, no, maim him. Name. He would never try and kill Harry Potter. Maim him in in his body and head. The thing that jumps out to me in this conversation is a moment that gave both of us pause, Mm. and it is when Dobby, who is a house elf and a sympathetic character, reveals that after he um, he, uh, enchanted. Yeah, after he cursed the bludger and also did that thing to the gate at uh, the platform, he had to iron his hands and he holds out his bloody bandaged hands and it's so fucked up. Very, very upsetting and also you know that he had to like source a muggle iron because they don't need those. (laughs) He's just accruing torture devices for himself. Yeah. Dobby doing that thing where in Dexter he unfolds all the like the scalpels and shit, but it's yeah. huge because it's like a fucking uh, a, an iron, a yeah. toaster oven. It's like a, it's a like jackhammer a, for his little dick. Yeah, it's it's a tractor tire size, yeah. <laughs> like little case of torture for himself. But so um, Dobby Dobby reveals something about the Chamber of Secrets that he wasn't supposed to yeah. because he is, you know, he kind of has he his family. What are these rabbit ears? Rabbit ears, uh, scare quotes. Scare even. quotes. Um, is the Malfoys? Yes. And so he has some inside. Do we know that yet? I don't know. Do no, we? we don't. We don't, do we? So, um, he. But we do find out that he gets death threats ten times a day at home. Five times a day. Five times. I'm so, I'm so sorry. So sorry five times a, 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 a by daily. Yeah. And um. So we know that his family sucks and they have something to do with, uh, you know, the Also, duck. if you're giving him death threats five times a day, they're probably getting boring at that point. Yeah. And gonna... also at that point you're like, ah, I don't believe you. Yeah. I'm not going to. That's not even scary. If I was Dobby, I'd be grabbing the wand and pointing it to my temple and going, shoot Dobby. <laughs> Go ahead, shoot Dobby. Do it, coward. <laughs> do it, fucking do it. Shoot Dobby. Shoot Dobby. You won't. You're not a man. You're not a man. You're nothing. 
what if, what if, so, so the next thing that we kind of hear him say, he's like, why do you wear that thing, Dobby? Because he's blowing his nose into his little um, pillowcase. pillowcase. What if Dobby turned to him and was like, I shot a kid. <laughs> he had a ray gun. Die hard style. Oh, it was dark, looked yeah. real enough. He had a plastic wand. I was an auror, Harry. Uh, Don't let the name fool you. We're just like your muggle cops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, uh, oh, man. Yeah, that is a weird moment where Harry's like, why did you wear that thing? And yeah. Like, well, don't you think it looks good? You know, in the academy, they can teach you everything except how to live with a mistake. <laughs> I think that he's wearing it because it looks good. I he think he loves it. it. Like it's like it's like what when Kanye tried to sell like dirty t-shirts and shit. Yeah. That's what he's doing. Yeah, evidence of a personality disorder. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so So, we get it. Uh Harry grabs him bu- uh, by his pillowcase after Do- Dobby starts hitting himself with a Skelly Grow bottle after which, he reveals the information. Which made me What was the information? Uh the information was just that the Chamber of Secrets has opened before. Uh, he said that it is happening again. It's and happening Harry's again, like, yes. happening again? That's it. So um, what I was thinking is when he's bashing his skull in with a bottle of Skelly Grow, I was like, yeah. man, imagine if it made his skull immense and very, <laughs> very vast. Because I was like, man, if this breaks, we're in for a you, world oh of Dobby. Oh, my God. There's a big old fucking world of Dobby there. Already we're dealing with a big head here. Oh, yeah, and that big head's going to have a fucking ecosystem attached to it Welcome eventually. Welcome to Funko Dobby because <laughs> if this. Dobby needs a fucking postcode, baby. <laughs> Uh, let's take a break here. Oh, okay. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com slash covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. Warbyparker.com slash covered. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. All right, and we're back. Okay, and so um, basically uh, Harry is uh, grabbing Dobby by the scruff of his pillowcase. He's uh, he's trying to, uh, so, so, I don't know, get he's him to He's trying to, to kind of enact a, uh, he's trying to uh, command control of the neck and thereby control of the Dobby. He's kind of enacting a, a, you know, an interesting form of 
a martial art where yeah. he's establishing kind of a judo-esque control of the collar. But with this, he's going for like an under thing. And it, in this position, he really wants to get another hand around. He's only relying on the one hand. And even though it's his dominant hand, it's like, what are you doing here? Because in this position, you could obviously go for a throw or you could just fight, push your grip advantage and maybe go for an underhook or get the other hand in there to fight off their grip fighting. And then using that, you can pull them into a advantageous position for you and go for an ippon or just take the fight to the ground. I mean, if you really swing for the fences, you can go for an Ezekiel choke, I believe. That's what it's called. So are you like mining for respect here or is it... A breakup, which you lose what are looking for. I feel like, you know how in strategy games, sometimes you get to take a choice that ups one score while lowering another? I feel like I just upped my score with one person listening to the podcast while lowering my score drastically with you. (laughs) (laughs) A single podcast listener was like, wow, cool. (laughs) Anyway. Let's move on. Oh, my God. Uh, Dobby clicks and he disappears. Yeah. And then um, we It seems like an affect, to be honest. He loves doing that shit. It seems like he could have just done it without the click. He could, like, like, yeah, I don't think, like, that's not you. You don't have two ones in your fucking fingy bones. Yeah. Um, So we hear some commotion. Uh, People are kind of approaching Mm -hmm. from the outside of the hospital. Yeah, and um, who is it but Dumbledore, McGonagall, and the two, rest. And two rando whizzies we've never fucking seen before. One of the interesting things I've found about the Harry Potter wikia is that sometimes the people who are listed are clearly extras who appear in multiple movies because, you know, it's nice to have people appear in multiple They've things. probably been it, mentioned in the books as well or some shit. Well, and this is the interesting thing, Demi. They haven't really been mentioned in the books because they're people like Wizard in Brown or ah. like these are these are people who aren't who are cast as extras in say the teaching staff or whatever and recur throughout the movies. Yeah. But don't recur like never have lines. Like these so these two you think they are like teachers of like fucking like muggle studies and like Yeah, maybe one of them is the lone mathematician at Hogwarts who has to explain what the fucking base twelve or whatever of uh, the sickle system is. But so they bring in a petrified Colin Creevy who um has uh he he's completely stiff and um and he has his Camera up to his face. Mm. Uh, I mean, geez, it's good. It's uh, <clears throat> nice to see that as a retro thing because if it was now, he'd have his freaking phone up to his face. These millennials. Would you have it up to your face, or would you just sort of have it out in front of your tum? You famously know that I check mine right up to my face, so yeah. I, so I can pretend that I'm flying through Twitter. <laughs> Whiz! <laughs> I scroll through Twitter really fast, so I feel like I'm falling, <laughs> falling, <laughs> falling down a well with the world's worst opinions written on the sides. <laughs> Like claw marks and bloody fingernail scrapes. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, madness has been here before. Yeah, just, and madness will be here again. Just bloody carved out <laughs> drump. <laughs> <laughs> so they bring in Colin Creevy. He's petrified. <laughs> McGonagall's like, mate, perhaps he um photographed his attacker. Yeah. Dumbledore opens the camera and kind of the, the film like disintegrates into yeah. smoke. Which is like, okay, so is that 
does that mean that the attacker was very powerful, or does that mean that that's what happens whenever someone tries to take Colin's work without his permission? Does that because mean, honestly, I do stand a freelance king. Well, it's like you're going to fucking ruin the film anyway if you expose it to light like that with a camera. So and I think Dumbledore, that's like the one thing that he doesn't know about, and he's like, oh, man, I yeah. made all these 12 uses of dragon blood and the fuck up on the, the art degree. Yes, and speaking of exposing things to light, I mean, Dumbledore's looking to just get Colin's work here, and it's yeah. not like... Colin wants to work for exposure. Yeah. So maybe if he just put a few, I don't know, Gringotts things in uh, Colin's account before he opened that, it wouldn't have Gringotts gone south. things? Is that what you think the dollars are called? Who cares? Is that what you think, though, Tom? I would uh, love to know. Sickles, like- nuts, and galleons. Mm. So I'd, I'd, I, probably, I'd probably say galleons. If I could forget that, I would love that so yeah, much. But you, yeah, but you said Gringotts things. Gringotts things. <laughs> Commonwealth bank points. <laughs> That's all I'm going to refer to Australian dollars now. Dolomite insurance. (laughs) That's just for the Australians that had a bank account when they were five. 20 Dolomite units. Yeah. So um, two rando whizzies we got. He opens the thing and then it's like, what does this mean, Albus? Basically, he says it means that our students are in terrible danger. The chamber of secrets has been opened again. again. Uh, he's old as fuck. Um, this is, of course, I believe, the last movie where we see uh, original Dumby. That's right. Um, uh, in between these, uh, this movie and the next movie, he dies. Yeah. And uh, gets replaced. In the hospital, he was like, you mustn't recast my role. And then <laughs> died. And it's like, oh. So. Um, we see that, then we hear a conversation that is happening between uh, the fabulous three, um, Hermione, Ron, and Harry. They are in the girls' lavatory, Um, we we find out. You can kind of tell, but um, Hermione's doing all the work on the Polyjuice potion that she's sitting on the floor. She's just, and you know what? For a potion that is incredibly hard to make, she's kind of just chucking shit in willy-nilly, not even using like a tablespoon amount or She's really freestyling it. I don't know if the hard-to-make stuff happened in the month leading up to this and now she's just chucking in the jerkies that she spent the month Well, now she's just adding cumin so that it doesn't suck when they put it in their gobs. Yeah, now she's actually uh, uh, doing a procedure that takes the carbs out of it so it won't interfere with the shredding that Ron's going through. Yeah, Ron is shredding. He's eating a lot of um, he's eating a lot of sweet potato. He's uh, yeah. having uh, porridge, but he's only sort of putting slices of banana in there, you know, because uh, afterwards he's only going to have greens for the rest of the day, you know. What I've got written down here is they're in the toilets with a Bunsen burner and a cauldron. Hermione is doing breaking awful. That's, that's a fun breaking bad yeah, pun. Yeah, that's really funny. Thank you. I, uh, like, I, I liked that, actually. Why aren't they in the stalls? Because they could be, I guess, but why then would they that's be? answered immediately by oh, the fact right. that nobody. I thought you were asking me. I was going to say, we, I fucking, we both watch the movie Dipshit. It's like <laughs> they it literally explain it anyway, right after that. Well, good, stupid. because I was leading. We find that out because uh, good nobody. Good save, Tom. Nobody goes into those toilets anyway because of Moaning Myrtle. Who's Who? Moaning Myrtle? Moaning Myrtle. Uh, uh, Myrtle. I'm Moaning Myrtle. Oh my God. <laughs> What the fuck? But also she does No, 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 no. What? What? How have you hid that impression for this long? It's literally just Naomi Higgins. (laughs) (laughs) I'm stressed. I'm Moaning Myrtle. Say I live in a toilet. I live in a toilet. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) Holy shit. 
Moaning Myrtle has that thing, though, that when she says, so this is the thing that... Some- I haven't recovered. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh my god! The thing that some English people have when, when they say the letter T, but yeah. it comes out as like a CK. So my mum does this sometimes. So she doesn't say Myrtle; she yeah. says Myrtle. You know what I mean? It kind of sounds right. like a, a CK. I Mer- mean, now is Myrtle. a terrible time to come out as a CK. You really want to keep that under your hat. Ah, uh, Louis CK. Oh, do not speak his name. <laughs> I'm going to go say it three times in the mirror. No. He's going to be oh, jerking no. off on my back. Off, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um, Moaning Myrtle makes a big scene. Um, I have some facts about Moaning Myrtle. Oh, great. Here's one of them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what the fuck is wrong with you? Is that how you want to speak to me? Oh, great. Okay. Uh, Moaning Myrtle has anime voice. Yeah, that's yep. one of the things that I have. That's just a subjective fact. But an objective fact is that Moaning Myrtle is the oldest actor to ever portray a Hogwarts student. Because wow. at the time of this filming, she was 37 years old. Wow. Yeah. I mean, she is a ghost, so you can't see, like, any wrinkles or anything. Like, she's yeah. just transparent. But also, this woman, can you remind me of the actress's name? Yeah, sure. I'll just look it up. Uh, you had it before. It was a Katie something. Maybe not. Uh, the name of the actor is Shirley Henderson. Shirley Henderson. So she's, she's in a couple. Scottish. Scottish. I only remember her from. I remember seeing her in Bridget Jones's Diary and being like, "That is the highest voice I've ever heard on a human being." Yes. That's kind of all that I really knew her from. Um, was Bridget Jones's Diary and also yeah. Harry Potter. Um, but she. there's something about I don't understand the high voice. Like I'm sure she's putting it on a little bit for some of the roles, but she she sounds pretty much exactly the same. I mean, our friend Naomi has a similarly insane voice and just is that way, you know? That's true. But, um, yeah, so, 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 yeah, she is 37 years old. So, she, golly, she must be she must be quite old now. Not, like, quite old, but compared to how she looks in this fucking movie, which is meant to be, like, a fucking 13-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, but, yeah, so she uh, – basically that scene was just to tell us, anyway, Moaning Myrtle exists and also they're still working on the Polyjuice Potion and we – we like they're talking about oh it's been opened again so it's been opened before what the fuck yeah and then the next scene we pivot to a dueling lesson or a yeah. dueling club who which is um spearheaded by Gilderoy, oh, Gilderoy Lockhart who is wearing sorry you his, want to take it yeah take a clear run of uh, right. spearheaded by the dueling club which is spearheaded by Gilderoy Lockhart who is wearing his cape like a fucking nutsack. Yeah. He's behaving like an oaf, wearing his cape. He's got it over one shoulder and tied under his opposite armpit. Yeah. Like an absolute cunt man. Gilderoy Lockhart is a very interesting study in making a normal Englishman dress like an anime character. And I that's think interesting. That's really a good take. Succeed. I think that they you could equally have gotten a, a you know a, a take of Gilderoy Lockhart that's just covered with belts, Kingdom Hearts style. Yeah. You know? I think actually they sort of do that. I'm willing to be proven wrong, but I'm pretty sure Snape might have an outfit kind of like that later on. Yeah. But now thinking of it, I think it actually might be that main snatcher. 
Yeah. Somebody right. has a ton of belts. But it, you know, it's more like a shirt harness, but yeah. it is it is pretty Some, much that. They go kind of like little spots of anime. But mainly, yeah, this guy reminds me of how like uh, a character who it does not exist in a normal world wears clothes. Yeah, it's just fits. kind of like they're like, let's just do stuff yeah. with this outfit. Which it is works. what he does. I mean, he's, you know, it's cool. I mean, it works for the character. To me, I see that and I'm like, he definitely calls this way of wearing his robe or cape the Lockhart. Yeah. Yes. And I, I think, like, it's probably something that, like, you know, he did on the cover of a book. Like, someone suggested it to him and then he wiped their memory and was like, I made that. Yes. Um, But he's wearing his cape like a shithead. He, um, he throws yes. off the cape and when he does so, he throws it into a crowd of students and the students are so batshit crazy to grab this cape. From and their teacher. This, yeah. This is... The most sus man alive. So, like you, ca- you have to remove yourself from that situation when you find yourself in it. Imagine it doesn't make any sense to be there. If you were teaching like self defense, which is what he's doing, he's teaching yeah, self defense at a high school, and he immediately before doing an exhibition match just starts throwing his gi into the audience. Yeah, and they're like, ah. Oh. Well, you just need to be in some handcuffs, sir. Yeah, we got to put you in those handcuffs. Yeah, you're gonna have to be in those handcuffs, and don't you escape? Yeah, because we noticed that his his wrists are very flexible, or they could be in a moment's notice. Yeah, he could easily break his own <coughs> arms. So, by yeah, operating the bones out of them. Yeah, so basically, he is teaching a dueling club because he thinks it's necessary. Or, well, you know, to be honest, he's just being a fucking prick and just being like, "I'm so good at everything," when he doesn't know anything, which is such an interesting position to put yourself in as a guy who knows that they don't know anything. It's like your ego takes over and you're like, I'm going to teach a class on something that I fuck up tremendously every time I try it. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Do you? Oh, yeah, big time. <laughs> okay. Um. Anyway. As someone who's never known anything <laughs> and constantly put themselves in positions where they are uh, exposed. You've been a teacher before. Yeah. Like but- you've taught things to, yeah. like, young people. Yeah. But I was teaching improv where it's like that's – you don't. You shouldn't know anything. You should know less than the regular person. It would have been so much better if I did not know anything, yeah. and I would have gone in there and be like, "Run, run while you can." <laughs> so basically, he's trying to teach his class. He introduces Snape as his assistant, yep. which Snape is clearly unhappy with, but has, I think, probably, I would guess, the motivation for Snape in this is this guy's a shithead, and I'm going to make sure that all of my students know he's a shithead yeah. because he will prove it to everybody himself, which he basically does. The goal here from Snape is to actually provide an education, I feel like. And he does that by exposing Lockhart and then also guiding Lockhart into providing a lesson plan. So Snape's dueling stance is amazing. The little salute that they do to each other by holding their wands right in front of their faces... Yeah. And then yeah. Like an, yeah, and then whipping them down by their sides, yeah. walking away, turning back. Uh Lockhart I think kind of holds him holds it out in front of himself kind of like a a a um kind of regular fighting stance like if you were doing taekwondo or something. It's kind yeah. of like, you know, like normal fighting stance. Yeah. Snape like puts his arm out in front of him, not the one with the wand, and then curves the other arm around the top of his head, pointing at it, Lockhart. Snape looks like a 2D drawing of yeah. someone who you're trying to emphasize, this guy's a wizard. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And we're doing it. We're, what we have here is a hieroglyph of a goth wizard. Yeah. And he's going to try and fuck up this other guy so bad. Yeah, I 
enjoyed this scene. The one note I have for it is Snake fucks him up so bad. And Snake then, of course, so they bad. have the uh, start of the self-defense lesson. They got Draco and Harry up there. And these boys, good gracious, they do their weird salute and then back off. But they, do. they have a, a short exchange of dialogue that you uh, sung along to. <laughs> yeah, do you want to... Um... Do you, do you want to be Malfoy? Yeah, sure. Scared, Potter? You wish. Okay. Okay. Seem, you seem tough. That's right, I do. So anyway, they... That's uh, not what I wish for. They count to three, two, one. When they get to one... Uh, I mean, at two, Malfoy um, casts his spell, which is a dog move. Yeah. Um, And just, like, shoots a snake at Harry. No, he does... He oh, he does a different a, thing. He opens yeah. with a stun. Harry responds with a stun of his own. Malfoy uh, looks up. Snape is, disappo- Snape is disappointed. And then presumably he just fucking styles his way through this. Like he free associates Snape sad, Snake angry. And then casts <laughs> a spell that just shoots a fucking snake out of his wand. A living creature. Yeah. Will be it brings a life into the world. Yeah. Uh, this is That's obviously- his son. Yes. That is Malfoy's son. Malfoy turns one of his sperms into a snake, shoots it towards him. Yeah. Then Lockhart shoots it up into the air as his way of dispelling it. Anyway, after Harry talks I to it using job. parcel yeah. tongue. No, no. Harry talks to it using parcel tongue after that. Pardon me. And um and then once he's done that, when he, he uh is trying to coax the snake into looking at him and not advancing on his uh, fellow classmate, he's talking to it, he is trying to like basically talk the snake down. And then um Snape comes along and disintegrates the snake. Whereupon the uh boy that the snake was advancing on says, What are you playing at? And we see that everybody thinks that Harry was coaxing the snake to attack the boy. Yeah, right. Which makes sense, I guess. Uh, apparently what he was yelling at the snake was, leave him alone. Leave him, leave him in the script. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. And that's basically it. That is where we watched up to. But basically we see that Snape is a very accomplished wizard, not only in potions, which he teaches, but in pretty much everything. Yeah. The, Snape and, is very, very good at wizard. An interesting thing that I want to say here is that um, in the script that I just looked at, and I think in the books, the snake only slumps to the floor. But in the scene that we watched, the snake uh, kind of slumps to the floor, but as it's doing so, it disintegrates from both ends at Burns once. Up, yeah. So I wonder if that is an effect that they added. Uh, I'm just interested to know how... If that was an effect that was always planned or if at some point they were like, this is not dramatic enough to be the end of this scene. I think it's probably that. I think they were just, I think they actually, it, it would have been like, no, we can't do it. It would have been early on. They would have been like, it can't just slump. That's yeah. stupid. And we don't care about snakes. This sucks. And also if we, if it just slumps, that means that we have to like bring the snake back sometime. Yeah. Which sucks. What I would have, have I mean, knocking on Draco's door with a I don't know fishing rod, being not, like, so, uh, so, daddy. <laughs> so, um, I mean, I guess what I would have done is like trap it in a bubble or some shit, you know, like just put like put it in an orb and be like, anyway, the snake's not dead, but yeah. they do kill the snake. They do kill. The they snake. do kill Malfoy's son, uh, Draco Malfoy's son. That's pretty much where we watched up to. Basically, my takeaway from this is Snape is very talented. We already knew Lockhart was a fraud shithead, but there you go. Yeah. And Harry has exposed himself as a parcel mouth. I do agree. 
I do agree. Parcel mouth is an interesting way of saying it. I think it's parcel tongue. Is parcel mouth a no, thing No, he's a parcel mouth. Up? You speak parcel tongue, you are a parcel mouth. Oh, Fucking right. Fucking look it up, bitch. And I will, uh, because you've, of course, addressed me by the uh, name that I enjoy being called. Your Christian name. Bitch. Yeah. Uh, it is the language of serpents, and it's known as a parcel mouth. Well, there you have it. Yeah. Um, It's weird that it's ex- almost exclusively a hereditary trait. Yeah, um, although it does seem to also be an MTD, a uh, magically transmitted disease. Uh, yeah. When you get a scar from a magic, you yeah. can also be a snake guy. Dude, if I had like a fancy skill like that, I would just truck myself around giving people little scars. You'd be a you'd be a snake voice salesman. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to th- I was like, wait, it's already to do with snakes. Yeah. Hey, you ever wanted to hear some uh, something say, "Boy, am I low to the ground." A thousand <laughs> times a day. You'll love being a parcel mouth. I'm so slippery. Hello, <laughs> bitey here. <laughs> no legs, no legs, no legs, no legs, no legs. That's the sound of the reptile <laughs> wing at the zoo waking up. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Uh, so um, that's pretty Funko much Funko Watch. Funko Watch. Funko. Watch. Funko Watch. Yeah, it's Funko Watch. Funko Watch. It's Funko Watch. So we got some Funkos this time, Demi. We oh, got how one many? Belated Funko. Ooh! One belated Funko, which is a Draco Malfoy Quidditch. Which is Draco oh. holding a broom. That, of course, wasn't covered by me, but he does appear in this, but I should have flagged that in last episode's Funko Watch. I always th- I'm like, you could have done more, you know, and I know you're already doing so much with the immense amount of plastic you're using on those gigantic heads, but I'm like, you know, he should, like, have a broom and also, like, look upset and be holding his arm or some shit because, like, he's a little wimp. It's you hard know? for him to look upset is the problem because, again, he just doesn't have much facial expression. Yeah, and also, like, they just have beady eyes. Yeah. So I will there's say not the, really much to do. The Cedric Diggory Funko Pop does look like Robert Pattinson. They've really nailed his hair. Really? Yeah, do you want to well, see? Well, yeah, it's, I mean, it's pretty specific hair, I guess. I just saw this on the way to, um, you know, uh, today's Funko Watch update. And it's I like figured, tussled, right? It's just like tussled hair. Yeah, but honestly, look at this and say it's like, that looks like Robert Pattinson. Kind of. His hair's a bit light there, though. I guess maybe it was it was kind of the way that they did it in the movies. I yeah. guess it looks like Robert Pattinson. Anyway, of. let's return to Funko Watch present, not the promises of Funko, Funko Watch future. Funko I'm so Watch sorry. is a present to me. Good. A gift. A gift. A Much gift. like Funkos are to um, uh, the children of not quite understanding grandmothers all over the nation. <laughs> uh, Moaning Myrtle has a translucent pop vinyl, a very rare one, in fact. Uh, Dobby, pop vinyl is uh, a basically Funko a Funko. Yes, yeah, so a Funko pop. Sorry, they're, the, they're like the same. They're like the same thing, but they're not right. I said pop vinyl. I should have said just Funko. She's so got it's a, not. A, she's so it's not. Oh, sorry. So it's not a pop vinyl. I can't emphasize enough. I don't care to learn. <laughs> so we got it. Moaning Myrtle has a tra- translucent Funko Pop. Uh, Dobby 
has a Funko. Dobby snapping his fingers is also a Funko. You so you've got two separate Funkos you there. Just have to, you just do one. You just do the one with the snappy fingy. No, but then you can look back and forth between them and it's like a little animation for you. Yeah. If you spin your head real quick. Yeah, it's like you're turning your head into a cartoon. Yeah. Uh, Harry Potter pajamas slash broken arm is a Funko, which references this occurrence and, in fact, this specific night in the hospital wing. So they have pajamas... And, and broken, broken arm, arm. Yeah, but arm they don't sling. have that. But they don't have just pajamas, Harry. Let's look it up. Harry, Tom's looking it up. Harry Potter pajamas Funko, and no, they don't. The closest thing they have is a Funko that we've already seen, Demi. Oh, a no. super retroactive Funko watch, Harry Potter in pajamas. With the invisibility cloak. Wow. That's fine. Yeah, it's all fine. Uh, um, That's crazy to me that they can have Dobby and Dobby snapping fingers and not Harry Potter pajamas broken arm and Harry Potter, p- Potter pajama not um, broken. <laughs> Balene. Balene. I think that it's probably because they're fine with you uh, <laughs> using your shaking head to pretend that Dobby is snapping his fingers, but if you're using your shaking head to pretend that Harry is breaking and uh, yeah. healing his arm and him, re-breaking yeah. it, yeah, yeah, they don't want you hurting Harry. Hurt him, yeah. Also, we have Hermione Granger with Cauldron. That's a new Funko. And... Professor McGonagall. Oh, I'd love to see her Funko, please. Does she have a hat on? She does indeed. Yes, yes, yes. Is it the one without the brim, but it is a pointy hat? Uh, what I will say is that uh, let me look at. Uh... Did we see bedtime McGonagall in the in a previous Funko watch? We've had definitely two. We've had the McGonagalls before. I oh feel like but that yeah, doesn't look like McGonagall, McGonagall to me. That one, that green hat McGonagall looks exactly like McGonagall. The other one is fucking lazy and is nothing. Yeah, right. The green hat one because it's got the big feather that I recognize. I see. About her. Well, anyway, they're available. Uh, and, of course, that brings this edition of Funko Watch up to one, two, three, four, five, six Funkos, including that late edition Funko Watch from Draco Malfoy Quidditch. Yeah. So um, that's Funko Watch. Thank you so much for uh, bringing it to us, Tom. Isn't it really? Every time I do it now, I'm regretting it because it does make me feel anxious about the amount of plastic we're clogging the earth with. Literally, I was thinking the exact same thing. <sighs> It, and and it is awful and disgusting. Yeah. Um. So I guess I want to talk about our highlights. Do you have a highlight for this section of the movie, Tom? I do indeed, and it is one word, and that word is hello. <laughs> hello. Hello. It's me. It's so good. I've been wondering. I don't know the words to that song. <laughs> I'm Adele. Everything. Everything. I locked you out of that wall that you wanted to run into, and I made that ball hurt you. I wanted to crush your penis, but you were too quick for moo. Moo is how I oh my God. like to say me. I've got the biggest eyeballs you've seen. My name, of course, is Dobby. That's Dobby. So, yeah, hello is a beautiful highlight. I think my highlight is probably, gosh, it's it's hot. This is gross, but I really like seeing Dobby blow his nose. Yeah, like he because he blows it into his into his fucking um 
what's a pillowcase shirt. And it sounds wet when he lets it touch his skin again, and I'm like, yeah. "Dobby, you don't don't even it don't do that, I'm, don't do that." With the at, at the risk of going into like legit film discussion, the CGI of Dobby and the way they've managed to figure out his rigging because like. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe himself- is a great actor. He's watching but- just an orange tennis ball on yes. a stick. And things like them rigging uh, him to Daniel Radcliffe's hands and doing it convincingly. I don't know. It's it's so impressive to me, especially when you figure that kind of the most, like, key CGI from the last film was, you know, like the, the weird PlayStation 1 Harry that was <laughs> present for the stunt scenes. I yeah. guess the troll was kind of the centrepiece. Troll, And yeah, Voldemort. Definitely. And Volgo. But, but I really think Dobby looks fantastic. I think he does and too. His, and the I actually is great. I think it was a mistake to make him less wrinkly in the later movies as well. That's how far I'll go. But one one great thing that Dobby did as well after he blows his nose is um when he jumps off of Harry's bed, he kind of does it in a way where you're like, are you trying to hurt yourself? I know sometimes he you are. His, he fell slips on his little tiny. He, like, jumps down onto his feet and goes straight onto his butthole. It's like a, something that if you saw it in a skateboard bail video, you'd be like, ooh, ooh because that would hurt your tailbone. tailbone so hard. Yes. Um, so, anyway, so I think. yours is Dobby blowing his nose. Dobby blowing his, his nose and, and um, landed on his little tuchus. Did I ever tell you about how my friend was at a bar once and they saw a woman, a uh, very drunk woman, look from side to side and then just open her, like, pick up her dress and just vomit into her br- <laughs> cleavage. Well, she hit a bucket in those titties, you know? Yeah. That's I mean, how you do it. That's how it works. <laughs> that's fucking crazy. It's so good. Oh, man. And she's like, my water broke. What are we I have yeah. to have my yucky baby. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that I have no strong feelings about Harry Potter. I also now. have no strong feelings about Harry Potter at the end of this episode, Tom. Uh, we support our uh, friends in the trans community. Yep, fuck Bless JK you. Rowling for fuck your opinions. But, um, yeah, we're, so this, this fucking movie franchise is a mess. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it is a really, it is an incredible triumph of... CGI? It, it, is, it is very impressive. It is impressive. And the kids in it are fucking great. Yeah. All right. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. 
Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com slash covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. Warbyparker.com slash covered. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.